The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 19, Leading Remote Teams. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello, my friends. Michael Tanner, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I am so grateful that you're tuned in to the podcast today. Thank you so much for doing that. I know that your time is valuable, and I know that there are lots of other leadership content, career development content that you could be listening to. But you've chosen to listen to this podcast. I'm so thankful for that. Uh, please know that I never take that for granted. And so just thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Today's podcast is rather timely. I want to talk to you about leading remote teams. I want to talk to you about that because uh, at least here in the U.S. And, and I believe in a lot of places around the world, uh, we find ourselves in, in kind of this self-quarantine environment where we've had the coronavirus uh, running around, running rampant in a lot of our communities and cities. Uh, and even our U.S. government here and other governments around the world has advised us to, uh, uh, what are they calling it? Social distance ourselves, socially distancing ourselves. Uh, for introverts like me, not a problem. Uh, but uh, I know it can it can really uh, cause some uh, difficulties in leadership. So I want to talk about that a little bit with you today. And I just actually, uh, yesterday or day before yesterday, I released a YouTube video talking about leading remote teams. And normally I wouldn't kind of come right behind that with the exact same topic here in the podcast. But just because it's so timely and just because so many of us find ourselves working from home, those of us that can work from home, we find ourselves doing that. And then if you're in a leadership role, even though you're at home and your your team members are at home, your leadership responsibilities don't just go away. You still need to lead that team uh, even though it's a remote team. So uh, it's timely, and, and therefore I, I thought it was okay to kind of repeat what I had done in the YouTube videos as well. So uh, if you've already watched the the YouTube video, that was a shortened version of what I'm going to share with you here today. I'm going to get into some more details here in the, uh, in the podcast today. Uh, before I get into the details in the, uh, of the leading remote teams, a few housekeeping items that I want to share with you really, really quickly. Uh, obviously, I want you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. Rate and review the podcast in whatever podcast uh, directory you choose. Share the podcast with um, with others, with your fam- family, your friends, your your colleagues, your coworkers. And then also, I'd like to, uh, again, mention to you the community that's being built out at community.credibleleaders.com. It's the number one leadership and career ad- advancement community online. 
And this is where you'll find a safe and experienced community of leaders and aspiring leaders that are engaged in supporting one another on this journey of leadership. And so I just hope that you will, it's free to join. So I hope that you'll consider joining the, um, uh, the community right away. You can find links to it in the show notes. You can find the show notes for today's podcast at credibleleaders.com forward slash zero one nine as in episode 19, zero one nine. So credibleleaders.com forward slash zero one nine as in episode 19. And there you'll find a link to the community, or you can just head directly to the community by going to community.credibleleaders.com. But I hope that you will consider joining that community and joining us there in that safe and supportive environment for growing your leadership and career. Uh, Now, also, let me share with you quickly a quick word for the sponsors again for today's podcast episode, and then we'll jump into leading remote teams. This podcast episode is sponsored by JobStars USA. Are you looking for a new career? Does your resume need a refresh? How's your LinkedIn profile? JobStars USA is a career services practice. That means providing expert resume writing and career coaching for entry-level through executive-level career seekers. Visit CredibleLeaders.com forward slash JobStars for more information and to take advantage of a special discount offered to Rookie Leaders listeners. Use the promo code ROOKIE10. That's ROOKIE10, no spaces, and the number 10, one zero, for a 10% discount. That's CredibleLeaders.com forward slash JobStars and use the promo code ROOKIE10. Now back to our podcast. All right, thank you so much again for the great folks over at JobStars USA, Doug and his great team there at JobStars USA for sponsoring today's podcast episode. So let's dive into leading remote teams. So again, you find yourself uh, leading a team. Uh, You're still in a leadership role, but your team is dispersed, right? You're you're not, and maybe for the first time, you're not together in an office or, or, or a facility of some sort where you're face to face and you're, uh, you know, leading that team you're meeting with and leading that team face to face for the first time you find yourself in separate locations but yet you still need to lead the team. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what does that look like? And I'll just first start by saying, for the most part, leadership principles that you would apply face-to-face, they still apply here in a remote setting. Now, how you deploy those principles and, and, and what you actually do, the logistics of that and so forth, that's going to change pretty dramatically. But the principles of leadership remain intact. Uh, you know you've heard me say it many times, uh, leadership is about relationship. And so even though I'm in this remote work environment, I still need to maintain relationships. And we'll talk a little bit about that um, uh, in just a few moments. But I want to give you, I'm going to give you four different bullet points here, if you will, or or, or four four different items that you want to really, really be sure that you focus on as it relates to leading your team in a remote setting in a, in a remote environment. Okay. And the first one I want to talk to you about is expectations. Okay. You need to be really, really clear on expectations. Now I said earlier that, you know, the leadership principles that we're going to talk about today are are roughly the same as always. Well, uh, clear expectations is, is true face-to-face leadership, as well as remote leadership, your expectations of your team and of your individual team members should always be clear. 
I think I've shared with you this saying before on this podcast, but Dave Ramsey and his Entree Leadership Organization, they have a, a saying about clarity that I, I love and I, I certainly subscribe to it, but they say this, to be unclear is to be unkind. To be unclear is to be unkind. And so in this unique environment where you have employees that are working from home or working from a you know a separate location other than the office, your expectations need to be really, really clear for them. Uh, and in fact, if they're not clear, you're being unkind to your people. Uh, so just just know that your expectations need to be really, really clear. And again, that's not unique to the remote work environment. As a leader, your expectations always need to be clear. But you also have to recognize this. In this special situation of having to work remote or having to work separately, your expectations of the team their responsibilities, their tasks, their the thing, the action items, the things that they're doing, they may need to be changed up a little bit. Uh, just because of logistics, there may be some responsibilities or some you know day to day activity that either one of the team members or many of the team members, all the team members maybe even they can't do those things remotely, and so you just need to be really really clear about those expectations. They, they may, they've changed a little bit as it would, you know, if, if you were in the office, you would have one set of expectations, but now that we're forced into this working remotely, uh, environment, then you've got a slightly different set of expectations uh, again. And it's because you just can't manage the logistics of that, uh, of doing some of those things, uh, by working remotely. We've got to be really, really clear about that. And in fact, you've got to be so clear as to say, you know, this thing that you normally do every day, you're not going to be able to do that from home. So, so don't worry about that right now. We'll do something, we'll do it differently or we'll do something else, or we'll let that wait until we can get back in the office or something like that. Right. You got to be really, really clear on that. It may be a task that is so important that it still needs to get done. And so maybe what you're asking a team member or multiple of your members of your team, you may be asking them on a specific day, come back into the office, get this task done, and then go back home. So you just got to recognize that the expectations are going to have to adjust. You're going to have to um, redefine how you get the work done. But the most important thing that you need to do here is you need to be really, really clear to your team what your expectations are, what your new expectations are. Okay. Now, along those lines too, uh, around expectations, you have to also, I believe, be very clear and you have to discuss this with your team members, your expectations of them while they're at home uh, in, in the sense that uh, you certainly don't want a situation where people view this this as a vacation or time off, right? I can just go, because my office sent me home to work from home, then I can just sit on the sofa and I can watch television and you know I'll just check email every now and again and everything will be okay. Uh, that's probably not your expectation. And so you need to be really clear with your team how you uh, expect them to work and so forth, even though they're working at home. So you want to be talking with them about, well, what, what kind of hours do you expect them to be working at home? Right now, you know, your typical maybe eight to five work day, maybe that gets adjusted a little bit here uh, because they're working from home. Whatever it is, you, you need to make sure that they're clear on what kind of hours are you working? What kind of availability are 
you know, are you going to have? How can I reach you? Communication methods, right? How can I reach you? I need, I need to be able to call you on the phone. And I need to know that as long as you're not in some other meeting or on the, that you're going to answer, or I need to be able to reach you on some type of instant messaging app that we may have with the, with the, you know, our computers and with our network. Uh, so you just need to be really clear on those expectations of between these hours, I can always reach you on our instant messenger app, or I can always call you in that type of thing. Right? So uh, again, just don't send your team members home to work remotely and them not be clear on your expectation of this special situation. Again, it's a special situation, and you're going to have to adjust those expectations a little bit, but you want to send them home with clarity around those new and slightly modified expectations. Again, so they don't go home, and they're unclear on that, because if that's the case, again, you've been unkind. So, So maybe you didn't specifically tell them, well, you don't have to get this job done, uh, because you're gonna, you you can't do that at home. But if you didn't tell them that, now they're all worried about that. They that's typically due tomorrow, and now they're feeling pressure. Well, do I need to go into the office and do that? Because my boss never told me if I should do that or not. And now they're worried. Well, do I go into the office and and risk contamination from this coronavirus thing, or or do I go into the office and and risk kind of violating this order to to work from home? Uh, so you just don't want your team members to be unclear in this special situation. And for that reason, you're going to, you know, bring clarity and express clarity in your expectations. That's point number one. Point number two that I want to share with you around leading these remote teams, and especially this is relevant to a situation like this, uh, where, where it's kind of a unique situation. It's a, it's a situation where, uh, we're not just, uh, normally working from home and working in a, in a separate location like this, but this is kind of a special situation that's brought on by this coronavirus uh, pandemic. But this point is that you've got to be flexible here. Okay. You've got to, you've got to maintain some level of flexibility with your team and especially with individuals within your team. First of all, regarding you, you've got to be flexible in being available to your team the methods in which you're available to your team, but probably always also the, the, you know, kind of the, the time period or the, or, or the, um, the hours in which you're accessible to your team and things like that. Okay. You've got to be flexible in those things where normally maybe you would say, you know, Hey, if you got a question, just, you know, swing by my desk. Well, now it's, you know, well, call me on the phone or, or email me, you know, I'll, I'll be checking email more regularly than I normally am. So if you've got a question, you know, send me an email and I'll get back to you right away. I'll get back to you within the next, you know, within two hours or something like that, right? You got to be more available and flexible with your own time and availability to your team. Um, and, and as I said, also maybe extending your hours of availability as well. Maybe you're early, you're available earlier to them or later to them. And that might be because of their specific situation that they need to have access to you to ask questions at, at differing hours, uh, which is also, again, related to flexibility because you've got to be flexible and be empathetic to their situation. So your team members, your especially your individual team members, in a situation like this coronavirus thing where we're all sent home, schools are closed and things like that, your individual team members, they may have some special circumstances that, 
require you to be flexible and to be empathetic about those circumstances. So, so maybe they have a, uh, you know, a, a small child or, or multiple small children that normally would be at school. Uh, and a work from home day while the children are at school, not a big deal. But now a work from home day while the children are at home and they're supposed to be homeschooling. Well, now that's a different situation, right? So now I'm here at home. I'm supposed to be trying to work, but also I've got these two or three small children that I'm supposed to be homeschooling. I'm supposed to be making sure that they're watching the videos from their teachers at school or whatever, however that's working. So now I'm a homeschool teacher and I'm supposed to be working from home. And so again, you're going to have to be empathetic to those situations and you're going to have to be flexible with those situations. You may have some of your team members that need to work odd hours, right? That maybe they need to work almost a second shift kind of thing where they work from one to eight or one to nine and do the, the schooling with their children in the morning, right? So you're just going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to understand that as well. And and here's where relationship with your team members comes into play. Again, I know you've heard me say it many, many times. Leadership is about relationship. Just think about this. If you've, you've got maybe 10 people on your team and suddenly you're sending them home to work from home for say two weeks, but you don't know anything about that. You don't really have a relationship with them such that you even know if they have children or not. So you don't even know, is this team member, are they going home to try to work from home while homeschooling three children? If you don't have a good enough relationship, you don't even know that. So that's why it's so important that you've built these relationships way ahead of a a situation like this where you're sending them home. But you've got to know your team members. You've got to know them really, really well. You've got to know their family situation as much as possible. You've got to understand and be empathetic about what you're sending them home into and expecting work from them in that situation. And so again, you may have to be very, very flexible with them based on whatever their family situation is. And then also as it relates to this flexibility, you and having a good relationship with them, you need to make sure that your team members know that without any kind of ramifications or repercussions they can share with you, they can voice their concerns about this work from home situation. So again, you may be sending a team member home and you may be expressing some expectation. Well, I'm expecting you to get everything you've always gotten done. I'm expecting you to get all that done. And within the same working hours that you, that you've always done that. And, And so you may, you may set that as an expectation and then you're sending that, that team member home to do that. But the whole time that team member is thinking to them, well, wait a minute, I got to get all this. These expectations that my boss has, plus somehow I've got to homeschool my three children. And if they don't feel safe in expressing that concern to you, well, then one, you just don't have a good relationship with them. You don't have a leadership relationship with them that's influencing them. But they've they've gone home now to work and they're completely unclear on their expectation and how they're going to actually accomplish those expectations because you're not being flexible. You're not understanding of their situation because you don't have that relationship. So as much as you have the relationship, that's great. Be empathetic to the situation you're sending them into. But even when you have really, really close relationships, but especially when you don't have 
that in-depth, close relationship, make sure that your team knows that they can share with you any concerns or questions they may have about this special situation. And make sure they know that they can share those with you without any kind of fear of ramifications or repercussions and, and that type of thing. So you may have to say that, hey, guys, I think I know you really well. I know your family situations. But if you've got any concerns, any questions about going home and working for two weeks and, and fulfilling these expectations that I have, a, please just, just know that you can talk to me about it. And we'll, we'll work something out. Right? We'll be flexible. Right. That's the kind of conversation you want to send them away with. So one, you got to be really, really clear on your expectations. Two, you got to be flexible and empathetic to the situation of each of your team members. And then number three, I'm going to share with you here is maintain your engagement level as a leader. Maintain your engagement level as a leader. Uh, again, just because now you're in a remote setting, your leadership responsibilities don't just go away. And while you're in the office, you've been doing some things to maintain an engagement level with those team members. You want to do everything you can to, to keep that, to maintain that level of engagement. So maybe you had, you, you know, you typically have one-on-one -on -one meetings with each of your team members, maybe once a week. Well, even in this remote setup, you want to maintain that, that cadence. If you've met with each of your people once a week during this say next two weeks where you're all remote, you don't want to just abandon those one-on-one -on -one meetings and, and now you're not going to talk to that person one-on-one -on -one and for, for two or three weeks. No, you want to maintain that engagement level. And so maintain that schedule or that cadence of meeting with those individuals one-on-one. -on -one. Now, clearly you're going to do that differently. You're not sitting now in a conference room or in an office across the table, face-to-face -face, conducting this one-on-one -on -one meeting with your team members, you're doing that differently now. You're going to do that by phone or or something. Um, I would highly recommend, if it's at all possible, that you do these one-on-one -on -one meetings with some type of video conferencing. There's just tremendous power in being able to look at one another, even, even if it's over video conferencing. There's tremendous power and connection and engagement in these one-on-ones by being able to look at one another. Worst case, if you can't do the video conferencing and you have to just talk on the phone, well, that's that's certainly better than than not doing it at all. Uh, but if it's at all possible, maintain these one-on-one -on -one meetings through some type of video conferencing. Again, just because uh, you know that's that's pretty powerful. Uh, and also, also just a kind of a side note about uh, video conferencing in situations like this, you also get some type of eye you know, some type of view into what is the environment in the situation that your team member is having to work in. Okay. And so, yeah, you, you may be on a video conference with them and you know, their three kids are running around all over the kitchen while they sit at the kitchen table on a video conference with you. Well then, you know, you've got some more details around the situation that your team member is then working in. And so it's just really, really important if at all possible, do the video conferencing. Um, also, I'd say this about team meetings. So again, you th this is something you want to maintain. If you have some type of routine or consistency around meeting with the entire team, you know maybe you have a once a week staff meeting, or or maybe it's a once a once a month staff meeting, or something like that. You want to maintain that cadence. You want to maintain that consistency of that team meeting. Uh, again, you're going to do that differently, but let's just say that um, 
you know, maybe you do a, a team meeting or a staff meeting once a month and the time frame to do that team meeting falls within this two weeks that we're all at home working separately. I would advise you don't skip that month or don't even postpone that team meeting two weeks out. Instead, what I would advise you to do is continue the cadence, continue the schedule, the routine, have the team meeting, but you're obviously going to conduct that differently. Now you're going to do it via some type of a conference call or some type of web conferencing. Again, I recommend the web conferencing, especially one that's in, you know equipped with video where you can where you can see each other. I mean, there's there's lots of options out there with Zoom and WebEx and GoToMeeting. There's lots of options out there where you can do uh, group, you know, web webinars, web conferences that include video. And again, so you want to maintain that engagement level with your team. You're just doing it differently. You're doing it via video and phone call now versus face-to-face. But don't let your team feel like this team engagement isn't important anymore, uh, you know, because we're remote and all that team engagement can just wait until we get back in the office. You don't want your team feeling that way. And so for that re- reason, just maintain that cadence, consistency, and routine uh, of uh, your man- your leadership engagement through, through these one-on-ones, through these team meetings, that type of thing. You want to maintain that. And then the last thing, number four, so so let me run through those again quickly. Number one, be clear on your expectations. Number two, be flexible and empathetic of all your team members' situation. Number three is maintain your uh, engagement level of leadership, whatever you're doing now to maintain engagement with your team. Continue to do that. And then finally, number four, I, I would share with you is maintain your leadership lead measures. Now, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about here, I would advise you to go back to episode number 16. Uh, Episode number 16 was entitled How to Measure Leadership. So I'd I'd advise you to go back and listen to that because in that I describe how you measure leadership and I describe to you what a lead measure is. Uh, But essentially it's activities, you know, leadership activities that you want to do on a consistent basis to drive some type of outcome, some type of success within your team. And so whatever those lead measures are, whatever those leadership activities that you've determined to do on a consistent basis, be sure that you continue to do those here in this remote setting. Okay. Now, again, you're, you're going to do those differently probably, but you want to maintain and you want to continue to do those activities that you consider to be your, your leadership lead measures. You want to keep track of those things and score those things the same way you would score them if you were in the office and leading face-to-face with your team. You want to keep track and and score those activities. And in episode 16, I shared a few of those with you and just share with you how that looks a little different for me now. So one one of the lead measures that I always measure every week is how many people have I expressed some type of appreciation to? And I've shared with you before how I really enjoy or really like to uh, do handwritten thank you cards that I will then hand deliver to those individuals. So every Friday I sit down, I have it blocked out on my calendar. I sit down and I write out several thank you cards for things that people have done that week or, or recently. And then I go to their desk to hand it to them if at all possible. Now, some of them are permanently remote and I have to mail it to them or something like that. But oftentimes I'll go to their desk and, you know, and, and actually hand it to them. If they're not at their desk, I'll usually leave it there. 
But now doing that's obviously going to look different. If I'm going to hand write, you know, appreciation cards, well, then I've got to put them in the mail. I've got to, you know, put a stamp on them and put them in the mail. And if I want them to arrive at, on Friday, then I've got to mail them earlier in the week. Or, or, you know, yeah, I can resort to sending an email or I could try to call them. Uh, I'm still going to express my appreciation. I'm still going to score that. I'm still going to track that activity as a leader and I'm going to score that, but I'm going to, I'm going to do that differently. Um, I've also mentioned to you that I'll also keep track of action items that I take upon myself for the purpose of uh, helping my team, you know, get through a roadblock or, or overcome a struggle or something like that, right? The, how many action items every week do I take on myself or allow my team to give me so that I can help them so that I can serve them? Even though I'm in a remote environment now, I want to continue to track those action items that I'm doing on behalf of my team to help them succeed. So that's, again, that's a lead measure that I'm scoring every week. And I'll probably do those things, take care of those action items differently now that I'm remote. But nonetheless, I'm doing them and I'm scoring them, right? So whatever your leadership lead measures are, continue to maintain those, continue to do those, continue to track those and continue to score those as you would if you were leading in the office face-to-face. And again, if you want more information about the lead measures and how to measure leadership, uh, look back in the archives at episode number 16, how to measure leadership, and that'll explain everything to you. So I, I hope that's helped you. Let me run through those four really quickly as you lead in this remote environment Make sure your expectations are clear. Be flexible and empathetic with your individual team members and understand their situation. Number three is maintain your leadership engagement level, those meetings and things like that. Be sure you continue to maintain that. And number four is maintain your leadership lead measures. Continue to do them, continue to track them, and continue to score them uh, so that you know that your leadership is being effective. So those are your four tips for leading in a uh, in a remote world here so i cer- certainly hope that's helped you look i'm i'm like you i certainly hope this coronavirus thing goes away quickly and we all get back to the office i love leading face to face i'm an introvert but i can only take so much of sitting at home and so i'm with you i hope we uh, i hope we get to that point soon where we can all return back to our office return back to to normal life but in the time being you've got to lead and you've got to lead remote teams so i hope this has helped you in some way. Hey, again, housekeeping items. Be sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the podcast, pass along the word. Be sure you share it with your family and your friends, your coworkers, so that we can help them with this content as well. And again, highly encourage you to join the community over at community.credibleleaders.com. It's free to join. And this is where you're going to find a safe and experienced community of leaders and aspiring leaders that are engaged in supporting one another on this journey of leadership. So I certainly hope that you will join the community with us there. So head over to community.credibleleaders.com. For the show notes for today's episode, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash 019 as in episode 19. Now go lead your remote teams. I certainly hope this has helped you do that. Until we speak again, be blessed and lead well. episode of the Rookie Leaders podcast has ended, but never fear. 
find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at RookieLeaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.